Hello, it's Gabrielle here, and I'm here today with Sybil. And Sybil is the latest volunteer to come on my now weekly podcast where I'm talking with um, women over 40 who really are looking for some diet breakthroughs. Because one of the things that, you know, I think we'll all relate to is we all want to eat healthier, you know, often lose a bit of weight, sort of manage that that middle-aged bread that we just sort of find is so ubiquitous. But our lives are so complicated and so difficult, it's actually really quite challenging to find our way to creating healthier habits. So this series that um, I've been running through September and we'll go on into into October and as long as I get volunteers to to do it is going to just sort of feature some real life coaching sessions um, with people who hopefully by sharing their story will shed some light onto issues that we all face including myself and find some really practical solutions that we can put into our own lives without having to to adopt the lives of, of Buddhist monks which none of us none of us want so I just want to I'm going to hand over to Sybil so Thanks for volunteering today. I really appreciate that. And I'm just going to ask you, first of all, just to just give us some background information about your goals, you know, and what you're struggling with. So I can really start to understand what the blockers are from your point of view. Hi. Um, So I am uh, 52. I'm obviously menopausal. Um, I've got a teenage daughter, very busy household, three jobs, uh, dog, so (laughs) not very much time. So um, my I'm not grossly overweight, but I would like to lose some weight. And I've got the um, excuse me, the famous menopause belly, which I'd really like to get rid of. Um, I have struggled with a bad back for probably about the last 20 years Mm -hmm. so I do quite a lot of work to try and keep that under control Um, one of those things being getting up at five o'clock every morning to do yoga stretches and um, rest my back on an acupressure mat Um, so I do all of that before the household wakes up basically so that I can get that done and out of the way Um, and I find that if I don't do that at that time, it doesn't get done because there's just no time. So I would like to fit in some more exercise into my day. Um, I've seen a lot of information about working with weights and how that's beneficial for women of my age. And I would love to fit that in. Not quite sure where that's going to happen. My meals, again, because I'm so busy, are quite often taken on the hop. So breakfast, I usually eat standing up while I'm doing everything else in the morning before getting my daughter out for school and getting the dog out for a walk. Um, Lunch, more often than not, I grab something and eat it at my desk while I'm working at the laptop. Um, Evening meals, we're pretty good with in our house. We cook from scratch um, and we're fairly healthy. We eat plenty of uh, vegetables. Um, so the evening meals are pretty good. And I sometimes substitute, for, exa- for example, if we're having pasta, I would have um, courgette, uh, light spaghetti that I make myself right. with a spiralizer. Um, I don't always substitute. So generally, the meals that we eat in the evening are pretty healthy. We do have a takeaway once a week. Um, Snacking is probably an issue 
during the day I don't tend to snack too much because I'm too busy but when I pick my daughter up from school and give her a snack I'll quite often have something with her and at the weekends um, if she's having you know sweets or popcorn or something if she's watching a movie on the telly I would probably have some of that with her and obviously I know that it's probably better for me to to not have the sugar but I also don't want to take the fun away from her um, and I don't want to make her paranoid about food as well so it's kind of a fine line she knows and I know that that she needs to eat healthily as well but I also mm. think you know the odd sort of sweets every now and then for her aren't too bad but I don't want to make her feel bad about eating stuff by not eating it myself which is a, a strange sort of dilemma but um, that's that's how I feel. Okay. So my main goals, I think I'd like to lose a bit of weight and I would like to fit some sort of weight training into my schedule. I do walk the dog every day, um, not huge walks because some days he has a dog walker as well. So, But I, I get outside and walk for at least kind of half an hour, 40 minutes with him every day. So I am getting okay. outside as well. And... What's your biggest frustration then in not being able to do those things so far? What's most, what's made you come and do this today and speak to me, you know, because what, what, what is the thing that you just can't figure out for yourself to make those Um, things happen? I think I can't really figure out why I can't do it myself. Um, I quit alcohol four years ago for health reasons, really, um, lots of different things. My mum died of Alzheimer's and I want to do as much as I can to thank you to prevent um, that happening. You know, I want to protect my brain, basically. And I think quitting alcohol is one of the things Mm -hmm. that can really help with that. Um, And obviously, giving up alcohol is is a very big thing to do. And I think if I can't, if I can give up alcohol, why can't I stick to a you know, a, a healthy eating plan that will help me lose weight. I have done in the past. I've lost weight in the past with Weight Watchers and with um, using 5-2 technique, like yeah. cal- calorie yeah. counting. Um, but it always goes back on again. I think that's okay. the same for most diets, to be yeah, honest, because yeah, it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's, I know it's, go on. We miss, what, it's we thinking, miss our old way of eating, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know it's thinking about... Um, way of life rather than the diet and you know I I understand all that I know all that so that's that is probably my biggest frustration is that I know everything that I need to know I'm just not managing to put it into practice okay and what are your energy levels like bad in the day okay pretty low um I mean as I said I do walk the dog um so I I have got enough energy to do that but I have (laughs) suffered with um you know, I get quite a lot of brain fog um, and, you know, don't feel that energetic. But also, you know, I'm getting up at five o'clock every morning. So I'm sitting on the sofa pretty tired by kind of half seven, eight o'clock. And I usually I'm usually in bed by 10. So evenings right. are pretty much a, a washout because yeah. I'm usually catching up on jobs that haven't been done during the day because I've been working and then going to bed, basically. <laughs> and how do you sleep? Do you sleep okay? So-so, mm, not too bad. I usually go to sleep okay. Uh, quite often wake a couple of times in the night right. and I can usually get back to sleep. So it's not too bad. 
it's not the, I don't sleep the best I've ever slept. Okay, right. So um, I want to just ask you a little bit more detail about what you have for breakfast and lunch, those meals that you have during the day on the hop. Yeah, so breakfast I have a boiled egg mashed up with a bit of butter and a bit of salt and pepper. One That's egg. breakfast, one egg. Yeah. Um, and then lunch I will usually have some Greek yogurt. Sorry, what, what was with, it with, mashed up with? Mashed up with a bit of butter and salt and pepper. Right. Okay. Um, and then lunch, I, if I'm at my desk, I will probably have a bowl of Greek yogurt, maybe with some fruit or some raisins mixed in, and a bit of honey. Okay. Oh, and I might have a when I come back from the dog walk. I quite often have a like a protein bar, um, but um, something like a naked bar, so yeah. where it's um, dates and nuts and that sort of thing. Not not okay. something like a cereal bar, like a Frosties yeah. one, something like that. Okay. So you've probably eaten very few calories looking at that. Yeah. Do you know how many calories? That's... Do you know how many calories? No, I don't. And um, uh, no. Um, I'm just checking, but it's not many. It's something like seventy. Right. So is it? I think one of the things that we can fall into is not giving ourselves enough food and not giving ourselves mm-hmm. enough nutrition. And this is why then when you, if you're sort of so heavily restricting yourself, because your dinners in the evening sound perfectly fine, mm. healthy, it, you sort of, sometimes you're swapping out the carbs, sometimes you're not, but, you know, overall you've obviously got, got, probably got a good balance. Mm. Um, but this is, this is why then by the time sort of things come around in the afternoon, and you're working hard, you know, and that takes a lot of mental energy and you'll have been up a long time by most people's mm. lunchtime if you're up at five yeah. o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, and, and stressful mornings because you one, you're getting having to wake up, you're having to do this exercise, then you're straight into sorting out your daughter, then you're straight into sort of sorting out the dog and then you'll be switching on your laptop and seeing what's mm. going down and your stress levels will probably just be sort of going off, off the scale yeah. whether you realise it or not. Yeah, so you've got this huge cortisol spike in in the morning, which is putting you in a really stressed out state. Then you're barely eating. So one one boiled egg, I mean, that's the sort of thing you would probably wean a baby on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a tiny amount of food. And when you're starving yourself, you know, because you're not feeding yourself enough, then that's another shot of cortisol in as well, because that is, that is stressful to you. Yes. And what's happening when your body's stressed, we're sort of starting to understand now it's not just about how many calories you're eating in a day the amount of nutrition that you're having in a day is important and when you're having too few calories your body then becomes in basically a a sort of a crisis mode and one of the things that it can do to help you have the energy to do the things that you need to do in the day in the absence of having enough food is break down muscle but it also wants to store fat because fat's its crisis insurance Mm-hmm. So this is one of the reasons why around the menopause time, people, you know, as, as an eight, this, this, the stress is part of, is um, the, the stress levels are linked to accumulation of abdominal fat mm-hmm. as, well, as well as other things, because your abdominal fat can also make estrogen. So you've got this sort of double whammy of things happening to your body that's causing this, you know, predisposition to increase the abdominal fat. So that's my first observation is that your 
you know, you're not eating enough. And I think it's quite common for women. And I, and I would say very common rather than, than quite common. I think when we're not happy with how we are or feel that we could be doing more for ourselves, you know, more for our health, because I can understand from giving up drinking and, you, you know, the your, your mother's health and the experience of, of losing her, the focus at, at this age starts to become more on our on our health and, and longevity, doesn't it? Mm. Um, definitely we feel that we want to be we have to do more all the time so more more exercise but what's here what's happening here if your energy levels are low and you're you've got the brain fog and by sort of seven eight o'clock you're just sort of feeling like you're wiped out and just struggling through the day you've not really got enough energy and to carry on eating like this and then add in a couple of strength training sessions a week, you would be just putting yourself in an even more stressed and an even more depleted state than you are right. now. Uh-huh. Okay. So you have to sort of sit back and just look at that big picture. And there's mm-hmm. things that you can't do for yourself. For example, you can't, you know, you can't change your, your, your job or what the job demands. You still have to look after your children, but you can look at, you can change your perspective about looking after yourself in, in, a, in a better way and mm-hmm. supporting your health, supporting your energy levels. And that can be a way of flipping that switch to rather than just having it about weight and losing weight all the time, and which in essence means taking away, doesn't it? You're taking away nutrients, yeah. calories, yes. food, whatever it is. You're trying to take more self away from yourself and you need to give more back in. And... I don't know if this resonates with you at all, but one of the things that I increasingly come across, and you know, most of the people who who I ever get who ever get in contact with me, either for personal training or coaching or this, the first thing that comes out of the mouth is wanting to lose weight. But I don't think that actually when we get to this age, we're that bothered. Mm-hmm. And you you had an experience when you gave up drinking, which is I've similar to you, I gave up four years ago that takes an incredible amount of drive and motivation to mm. do to do that. That's huge. So well done to you for that. Thank you. But that shows how powerful that motivation and how important that was to you mm. at the time mm-hmm. for you mm. literally to basically stop mm. that. And I wonder whether weight loss right now is has that power, that motivational power, to make you cut down your food anymore and that's maybe why it's not working for you because mm. you sort of that you think you should but that's not the most important thing to you anymore yeah you don't like it yeah we've all got a little bit of a different body to what we had when we were younger but are we bothered enough to really put ourselves through the pain of being hungry all the time mm. not really does that resonate no, mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> so so one of the things, though, is to look at and to think about energy, mm-hmm. because if I were to suddenly say, "Well, I'm going to I'm going to prescribe you," which I can't, just hypothetically, I'm going to send you in the post this amazing stuff that just increases your energy levels by twenty percent, and by next week, you'll feel tons better. You know, you'll have more energy in the week. You might have the le- leftover energy to go and lift a few weights in in the evenings. You'd take that off me, wouldn't you? You'd probably come around and oh yeah, definitely. yeah but food does that and food can do that really quickly if you feed Uh yourself right okay and this is why when we when we have this really deprived week day so if this is what your week looks like 
the egg, the Greek yogurt, the raisins, the fruit, and the honey, and the naked bar, and then your your, your dinner in the evening. This is you're, you're putting so much restrictions on yourself during the week. This is why your willpower isn't quite where it needs to be because you've had a tough week because you're working hard. Like you say, you're doing three jobs. You've got an awful lot on your plate. You've got to have some reward at the end of the day to make that worthwhile. Mm -hmm. So you can justify, you can easily justify to yourself that you've deserved or earned the popcorn, the sweets, Mm -hmm. the time relaxing and enjoying those things with your daughter. Because Mm -hmm. quite really, you know, quite truthfully, you do deserve something. Mm. But maybe you deserve better than that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I would be focused on energy first before okay. I would be focused on finding more time to do strength training. Right. Because you want to feel that your energy levels pick up. If you just go straight into strength training, then you might find that that just is not sustainable and you just start to feel a little, a little bit more burnt out than you may, might do already. Mm-hmm. So what I would be wanting you to do would be to eat more during the day. Mm. Okay. Yeah. How does that sit with you? Um, yeah, I mean, I do agree. I I feel that I'm probably not eating enough, and I've looked at um, different alternatives. So, for example, I've thought in the morning I could maybe have an omelette with some, um, I don't know, mushroom and tomato and spinach in it, or something like that. Um, which would be lovely, but I know that I don't have time in my schedule in the morning to make that. Well, what's um, wrong with having three boiled eggs with butter instead of one? Oh, uh, I guess so. That's to say that you, there's nothing wrong with that. You like it, but three three boiled eggs mashed up with a bit of butter is going to give you three times more energy. <laughs> Being a bit facetious, but you know it's it's still going to. I don't know how much butter you put in, but you're still going to be like. You're still only going to be on like a 300 calorie breakfast if you had three yeah. eggs and a bit of butter. I wouldn't yeah. even be too worried about a bit of butter. You know, that you really want to sort of try and push that up. Mm. Greek yogurt, in, in principle, is good. I don't know how much mm-hmm. you're having. And that's a nice lunch. That's a quick and that's an easy lunch. But by mm. adding raisins, fruit and honey, you're just really boosting the sugar content of that. Yes. Yeah. And And... You, you probably haven't got enough protein there. Well, I'd say you definitely haven't got enough protein mm. there. Mm-hmm. Protein is so important. It's really important to help with the brain fog. It's really important to help with your energy levels. It's really important to stop you feeling hungry, to stop you having mm-hmm. cravings. It helps level out your hormones. Protein is just the building blocks of your body. It's going to mm. make your hair, skin, nails healthy. Mm-hmm. It's going to help with your back, you know, because it's going to help keep your muscles stronger. Mm. Um, the studies that have been done in women our age when they're not when they're not you know it's got nothing to do with exercise and they follow a high protein diet and they increase Mm -hmm. the muscle mass and they reduce the body fat so what I think it's helpful to think about food is a is like a pie chart Mm -hmm. so if you had like a pie chart you were going to think well what proportion of that is carbohydrates what proportion of that's protein what proportion of that's fat Mm. I would think that and considering that all fruit all sweets, all popcorn, they're all crisps, you know, naked bars. They all go in the carbohydrate bucket. Right. And there's probably a little bit of fat there, but there's probably a huge proportion of food, maybe as much as 75% of your calories that could be coming from carbohydrates. Right. A little bit from fat and a tiny bit from protein. So the balance is completely out of whack. 
Mm-hmm. So you want to be sort of trying to shift that so that quite a lot more is coming from protein. Mm-hmm. That's going to fill you up. That's going to give you a lot more energy. That's not eating more isn't going to make you put more weight on if mm-hmm. you think of it like that. Mm. So thinking about something protein based that I could quickly grab for lunch and eat at my desk. Well, you could have Greek yogurt, switch the fruit and honey and well, ditch the raisins and honey, but switch the mm. fruit for berries and have some mm-hmm. nuts on it if you can eat nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can. Yeah. You can make extra dinner and have leftovers the next day. So oh, I don't yeah. know what your dinners are. So if you would make think something like a chicken fajita or mm. do you eat meat? I just didn't check that yes. actually. Do you eat yes, meat? Yes, I do. Yeah. Um that you could have you could just make extra in the evening and then put that in Tupperware. Mm-hmm. So you've got that's probably my main thing. Mm. Is that is the that's more going to guarantee I would have a good lunch than mm. try and think of making something when I've not got a lot of time to make something. Yeah. You just need something quick, don't you? But that's yes. my way of having something, uh, making sure I'll eat well at lunchtime because if I uh-huh. don't make something, I'll just eat rubbish and just pick at what I can get till, I, till I'm hungry, which is, <laughs> it doesn't happen. Um, so that would be past... what I would be suggesting. Oh, sorry, go on. In the past no, no, with, um, with the Greek yogurt, um, although I haven't been doing it recently, I have been, I have in the past mixed in flaxseed uh yeah flax seeds and um i think i used to put some magnesium in there as well yeah i mean um, they're all good things there's nothing wrong with that but it's not protein it's not going to get flax seeds is, okay. is oils it's not really protein yeah. or the amount of flax seeds that you have everything's got mm-hmm. a bit of protein in but it would be so tiny it wouldn't make a difference mm-hmm. the, there can be a bit of a nervousness around women eating decent amounts of food. I think we feel that we just have to be trying to eat small food or small portions mm. of food and tiny things, mm. tiny amounts of food. And it just doesn't work. And that's probably why you don't have the willpower at the weekend to, mm. and you, I'm going to say it anyway, I'm going to say it, even though it might be a bit controversial, almost creating this little narrative around sharing sweets with your daughter to give you a green yeah. light to have them. Yes, yeah. Because you just feel, you've just not had enough in the week and you something's mm. got to give somewhere and that's the time where you then your appetite just goes a little bit out of control and mm-hmm. you've just created this quite nice or convenient little story that seems rooted in all the right things um mm. to to allow you just to eat more eat more stuff at the weekend which is you know there's not not to say you can't do that but i would mm. say when you di- when your diet is so narrow and so limited in the week you're just increasing the proportion of rubbish that you would be eating overall yes because it probably adds up to quite a lot of calories in the weekend mm, mm-hmm. overall yeah that makes um, sense whereas if you had a really well-balanced nutritious diet through the week and then you were still going to sit there and have a bag of sweets with your daughter at some point mm. during the weekend that's not a bad thing and that's actually better modeling for, for her than mm-hmm. you just at really sort of barely feeding yourself all week and then letting mm-hmm. rip at the weekend and 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 being allowed to eat sweets and chocolate and popcorn. Mm. So yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it, and it, and you know it's you know what it, we've, we we don't do these things ourselves. We've probably seen our parents do it, our mothers Mm-mm. do it, mm-hmm. um, you know, or women that we've worked with do it. You know, you know, if, if you've worked in an office 
environment you'll have been well, half the girls in there would have been on a diet at some point I remember mm. someone oh, measuring definitely. out 30 grams of rice krispies for the breakfast I mean that's just fresh air mm. um and you know so we've just this these things are just we've absorbed all the time so it's not actually our our own fault and mm-hmm. you know the sweets and chocolate point of view there's really really powerful marketing at children and us as the parents to treat them and to sort of reward kids with sweets. That's such a huge thing in in, this, in society. Mm-hmm. And we don't realise how heavily influenced we are by that. Um, I think, I don't know how you gave up on the on the drinking, but when I gave up drinking, it was it, the, the book that I read for it, which was called This Naked Mind, was you really talked about how, the marketing of alcohol that you can't enjoy a social occasion if you're not drinking and to give up drinking you have to make a decision that that's a load of bullshit excuse my Mm. French because you can have a great time without the alcohol this Mm. is just the marketing that we've been sold for that and what Mm -hmm. we've seen in society and you can only give up drinking when you can believe that's not true Mm. yeah so you've done that definitely yes oh yeah definitely so you're applying some of the same strategies that you would have used when you were giving up drinking for mm. having it looking at your diet through different eyes mm-hmm. or a different perspective. Yeah, I can say that. So I would think that you need to have like a two-step approach, really. One is to just free up your energy, get some more energy. Okay. That's got to be the first step. And that's by having more substantial lunches and breakfasts Mm. it's it's not going to be too hard to make find something that fits into your routine you can just triple Mm -hmm. the eggs in the morning it's not going to take you any more time well peeling peeling a boiled egg takes a bit longer than than one but it's it's not outrageous Mm. and then if you're just fortifying the greek yogurt and just making a few changes around that Mm -hmm. and having you know, some days switching that up with leftovers from your evening meal, assuming that there's protein in that evening meal as well. Mm. Your evening meal is probably fine. You're eating as a family, yeah. you're eating home-cooked meals to make mm. sure there's enough protein there. Mm-hmm. And that's going to make a big change to your energy levels. Mm. Once you start f- feeling that you're a little bit more energetic, then that's the time to start looking at fitting in the strength training. Mm-hmm. there's one other thing I would say is um five o'clock is a very early start and I appreciate that you know protecting your back and this is interesting here because for you you've established that protecting your back isn't is a massive priority because when your back goes you're useless you can't do anything can you yeah yeah the last time that, I was uh, flat on my back for about three weeks and I couldn't work for six weeks so I can't and, afford I mean, to do that's, that uh, that's horrific uh, but there's another example of a really powerful motivator for you mm. that then makes that five o'clock morning routine an absolute priority that's a non-negotiable and it's the time of the day that you've made made space for that so that that happens no matter what and everything else mm. comes second mm-hmm. so again that's the time where you've made that priority mm-hmm. you have to think about your own energy levels in the same way right maybe Go to bed early. Go to bed an hour earlier. Mm-hmm. If you're tired, go to bed. Yeah. So if you're able to be in bed for sort of nine, half nine, mm-hmm. and, a, and having that little bit of extra sleep, 
plus better food, that's going to make your energy levels a lot better. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's how you're going to be more productive at home, more pro- at work, sorry, more productive with your housework and find that little bit of spare energy that's going to let you maybe start going to the gym once or twice a week. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that that's, sounds... that's, that's the thing to focus about on it. And I think you've just got to think about it in terms of your priorities and compare it with other things in your life that you've done that you've, yeah. that's been become a huge priority for you with a very, very powerful motivator behind it that's made you see really put the work in to, to make stuff happen because you've mm. done it before and you're doing it every day. Yeah. yeah. You're just applying the same principles to what you eat. Mm-hmm. And maybe, and then the, the last thing I would say would be just to have a think about but one of the things that you, you get to choose here, so let's say that you make those changes to your diet and then Monday to, Monday to Friday, you eat really well, yeah? Mm-hmm. So you're having nutritious meals, you're not underfeeding yourself and you feel great. The next thing to think about is you deciding what your boundaries are for the weekend because mm-hmm. that's your choice as, a, as an adult to decide where the line is between living like a Buddhist monk and eating anything and everything that you want just because you can where's where's that line for you and why is it where it is mm-hmm. you know and have a think about what that is and you need to just be quite honest with yourself you know if you were really well fed in the week and had more energy and are feeling better about yourself you might not feel like you actually want or need those sweets yeah yeah, yeah I can say that mm-hmm. and Yeah, and then that's not a bad thing for your daughter to see either. Mm. She can have sweets if she wants, but she doesn't need to, you don't need to eat sweets with her for her to have sweets. Mm. Yeah, she can make her own choices. You don't have to eat for any other reason except because you want to. Mm. If you're eating to make her feel better about eating sweets, then that's not the right reason for you to be eating. No. So that takes a little bit of thought. So I just want to put that in your mind because I think mm. they're two separate, they're, they're related things. The, the sweets can be the reward for working so hard in the week and they can all be a product, also be a product of maybe underfeeding yourself and being too strict with mm-hmm. yourself during the week yep. as well because you've got to let, you've got to, there's got to be a bit of breathing out. There's got to be a bit of a kicking back of, and relaxing yes. of the, the routine that you've been stuck with in the week. Um, so, but it also, it, you know, you have to have a little think about what you want in your life and what's worth it, mm. you know, and is that something that you want to continue? And that's me saying that with no judgment. You might think that's mm. really special time for me and my daughter to curl up on the sofa with a box of popcorn. That's our special Saturday night and watch a film. That's perfectly fine. But mm. you just need to think about your motives, what you want, what's important to you, why it's important and where the boundaries are. Because mm. eating sweets all weekend is not okay, but having that hour, it's not okay for anybody, you know, and it, you're certainly not okay for her. And I'm exaggerating to, to make the point, mm. but having that little special treat time with her on the sofa is, is fantastic. It's perfectly healthy mm. and it's perfectly fine. So you mm. just have to give that a little bit more thought to see yeah. what the boundaries are. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And you make your own rules because you you decide you know if you if your if your diet's so much better and ch- and improving in the week, 
it's likely that your energy levels will be more stable. You're supporting your body a little bit more. What you want to see from that as well, because you, you mentioned weight loss, then you should start to see some weight loss as well. Mm-hmm. Because you're eating in a way that's supporting your body, that's less stressful for your body. You're mm-hmm. still not going to be eating a lot of calories, but your body's not going to be in a stressed state. So it might be more accepting of that and more a more by lowering your stress levels, you're allowing your body to function more correctly mm-hmm. and start to lose that weight and use that weight as energy rather than hanging on that weight for dear life because it's in this stress mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. That's working with your body. Yes. Um, so there might be space in the weekend for treats mm-hmm. alongside that. Okay. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So protein is the key, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a it's 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 important. Protein is really important. Um veg, vegetables, low sugar fruits, so by that I mean berries mm-hmm. and things like nuts, seeds, oats. I don't know if you follow um god his name's gone. But basically we should be trying to eat 20 to 30 different types of plant-based food a week. Right. For our gut micro, for our gut microbiome. And yeah. that's really key. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you were putting um a few nuts and seeds on your yogurt, berries, having lots of fruit and vegetables with your meals, um you know, a, a little bit of, you know, if you could be sprinkling a few oats on your yogurt, coffee mm-hmm. is it is counts, herbs, spices, see you know seasonings those sorts of things that's really helpful to improve the good bacteria in your body and one of the things that happens when you're at the menopause age is that the bacteria in your gut can start to get out of balance and we have more Mm -hmm. bad bacteria than good bacteria and that's to do with the decline in estrogen because our estrogen is processed through our gut and And when it when we're not producing as much or ourselves, you know, it's, it's you know, HRT is going on on our skin, so it's going through a different pathway. When the when we're not having as much estrogen going through our our gut because our estrogen levels are, are falling off, the good bacteria that we needed to convert the estrogen disappears, and we get an imbalance of bad bacteria. And one of oh, the right. things that can happen from the bad bacteria is that it can extract more calories from the food we eat than it needs to. So that can be another reason why we start to gain weight through this microbiome issue in our guts. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. improving the microbiome is key because you want to be putting more of the good bacteria in there because that can actually help you lose weight loss in the longer term as well. So there's lots of things about improving the way your body is working as a whole, giving it the nutrients it needs, helping to improve the microbiome and eating enough to give you enough energy is going to put your body in this much more balanced state that allows it to function correctly, which includes adding muscle and burning fat. Mm-hmm. So that's a key thing that to, to just be mindful of. So at this age, you've got this bigger matrix than just calories in and calories out to think mm-hmm. about. Yeah, You have to think about your energy. You have to try and think about your sleep. Not always easy when we're women, because mm-hmm. sometimes that's a difficult one for the menopause but we have to think about our stress levels and eating too little and doing too much exercise at the same time can put us under too much stress. 
Mm-hmm. We have to think about what we're eating, as in the nutrients. So we have to be thinking about more protein and fewer carbohydrates overall, because that's going to be giving us fewer useful, healthy nutrients to support our body. But it also is going to increase this fat storage situation because we're having too many carbohydrates overall. That goes to that goes to fat. Um, and then we're also having to think about the, the nutrition from a microbiome point of view. And microbiome, doesn't that also affect your mental health too? Yes. Can yeah. do. Yeah. And I think they're just really under. So a lot of people, when they, when they, when I work with women and they change the diet and they have more protein, they, it's the energy levels that, they cha- that changes and the brain fog that can just, just improve really quickly within a few days. You know, it might take you a few months to, to lose the weight that you want to lose, but you can feel a lot better in yourself from an energy and a, a mental clarity point of view within a few, within a couple of days, you know, it can be right. really that quick. Yeah. So that can be a really, really powerful motivator to keep going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So do you feel like you might have different goals after this conversation or different motives for yeah. change? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, um, I think again with the with my mum dying from alzheimer's i think one of the things and i probably should have said at the beginning one of the things that that motivates me is um the longevity i, I want mm. to be there for my daughter um and i don't yeah. want her to you know not have me there so that is really important um so looking longer term at what um will help me to to continue that I think mm-hmm. is really 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 important um and the energy I mean yeah to have more energy would be amazing um yeah I think it's it, it is hard when you've always looked at food as like you say calories coming in calories going out sort of thing it's I think it's going to be hard to kind of turn that around and look at it more as a a fuel for energy um, but like you say, you know, I have um, changed things quite drastically in my life in the past, for example, with the giving up alcohol. So I think I, I know that I can um, I can do that. So it's mm. like you say, it's just putting it into practice. And, and I would spend a little bit of time of really thinking about those goals and what the motivation is, because mm-hmm. I think sometimes we almost feel that we have to say that we want to lose weight. And it's an easy thing for us to sort of put our attention on. And it stops us from thinking about the really important motivators, which yes. is your health, your energy, the longevity, mm-hmm. being there to mm-hmm. fit with your daughter for longer. That's that's powerful, you know. What, you don't want to die 60 and thin, do you? you know, no, I mean, who cares? No, there's Sorry, no point. Is there? Thing. What's the point in that? Yeah. No, that's it. it there's no point. Let um, no. me just tell. Sorry, I'm just, that's the one thing about having your everything hooked up onto your phone. It just rings out loud, doesn't it? Um, that yeah. So you know, and if you think about it like that, that that just doesn't matter. <laughs> it's yeah. it's the quality of, of what you're doing that's that's really important so it's about just shifting your focus onto mm-hmm. those really important things and working a little bit on on that to just cement that in your brain which I don't think will take long I think now that you've drawn the parallels between you know giving up alcohol and the the, the sort of real 
you know, absolute face protecting of that time in the morning to do your back exercises. Now you've found something else that's equally as important as yes. reducing your chance of having Alzheimer's or being laid up for, for six weeks. You've got mm-hmm. a bit or a bit a more longer term goal, then that's going to be the motivation to help you make those other changes. Then mm-hmm. you start to care about what you eat more. Mm-hmm. Okay. In a healthier way. Yeah. Okay. Do you got any questions? Um is there anywhere I can look to help me um, when planning kind of protein-based meals or that sort of thing? Yes. Do you have any so recommendations I, for that? Yes. I, I've, I've, read, I've read a book, actually, um, and I will send you the food part of that book, so the recipes, that, oh, and, and that has some protein tables in there, so you can have a, okay. have a look at that. Um we can talk more specifically about that when we finish the, the call because mm-hmm. I can just give you an idea of what you would aim for for yourself yes. in a day okay. to work up towards. And it can take a bit of time to work up towards it because it can be a big change in your diet. But we'll, mm. I need your weight and your height. So I'm not going to ask you for that on, on here. Um, but we can just sort of spend a couple of minutes when we finish this call and I can just give you some guidelines on that. But then I will send mm-hmm. you some um some uh, sort of like a pdf that then you can have a look at that's got some protein guides in there and some recipes that i use you want to try and adapt your own family recipes and find the things that work yes. for you that's key but yes. i can do that yeah. for you no problem and okay. do you feel clear about what the action points are yeah yeah so i've got to yeah. think about energy um yeah. and increase what i'm eating mm-hmm. maybe go to bed earlier yeah um was there another one thinking about the weekend what your weekend boundaries are oh that's right yes yeah yeah and a little bit of journaling along that might be interesting yeah yeah Yeah. and it's there's no judgment there you you decide what's important for you on those weekends Mm -hmm. and why Mm -hmm. but I would have I would give it some thought rather than just going with the flow and just having what you have and having not thinking Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. okay okay um so just to explain what what happens now is that we'll if you you're you, you're clear and everything, what we're going to do then off, offline when we when we finish this call, which we'll do in a couple of minutes, um, is we'll just quickly have a, a very quick recap. I'm also going to put in another date with you to do a follow up call like this where we just yeah. see how you've got on after four four weeks with roughly what we're aiming for. Um, yeah. Diaries diaries allowing. And then we'll just have a very uh, weekly check-in set up, which will be an email weekly check-up just to check that you're managing to do what we're going to agree to today, which is increasing that protein and just really focusing on your breakfast and your lunches and just stabilizing your energy. So we'll get some clear things that you're just going to, you know, give me an update on once a week. And that's going to give you just that little bit of extra accountability and motivation yeah, to make those changes which which is really helpful okay. and it also just Thank fixes you. you fixing your goals and your new motivations into your brain a bit more yes. which again is key because we're trying to get out of the weight loss narrative and find something that's weight loss will be a side effect but there's more important things than that that are going to drive you to make the changes that you're going to make mm. mm-hmm. yeah definitely and that's what yeah. we're gonna that's what we're going to focus on for the time being um so that's so that's how that's going to work. Okay, so you're happy with that? Okay, yes. Feel like we have a little okay. plan? Yes. 
Perfect. Well, um, that's us for today. So I just want to say thank you very much for, for coming on and for being so honest about everything. You know, I, I do really appreciate that, that that's not always comfortable, but that's just really helpful. And is the way then just to, to find something that it really is going to work for you and your family and your lifestyle and there'd be something that, that, that you can do. Um, so so we, we'll, we'll catch up in a couple of minutes. But just for anyone else listening who wants to be featured on this, um, you can apply to be included. I'm going to just keep doing these once a week. So I've got a few places um, always available for the following month. So if you want to apply, then you can contact me on hello at gabrielleohair.com. Um, and I did, as I mentioned, I do have a book, which is called Why We Were Over 40 Can't Lose Weight. And it just really looks at the issues that we face and the reasons that happen in our lives that just mean that we eat in a way that we eat, which we wonder what, we don't actually know why, but it just sort of digs into a lot of the issues that we face as women, particularly, that mean that we don't always have the control over what our diets as much as we'd like to um, and gives you some ideas of, of how you can make those changes as well, which is the sort of techniques that I'm using here on these shows and that's on Amazon. So thank you very much for joining me today. Um, I really appreciate that. I will catch up now and just put a date in for the next session. Okay. Lovely. Thank you for your time, Gabrielle. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks.